0: The Macca's Run. Live on your home of sport,
1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome along to the Macca's Run, a Monday night version. Uh, Brett Phillips in the chair for the next uh, half hour following a big day of sport across all the programs. Uh, thank you to Coons and Adam White with Sports Day for the last uh, couple of hours. The uh, course of the first serve up after 8 o'clock uh, tonight, talking the world of tennis as we do. And then... We shift into the sporting capital after uh, 10 o'clock uh, tonight. Uh, it's a crucial one day international for Australia at the World Cup, taking on uh, Sri Lanka. We're about to have the first ball bowled. Sri Lankan captain Kusal Mendes has won the toss, elected to bat first in Lucknow. Australia has named an unchanged 11 after uh, last week's loss to uh, South Africa, and it looks like Mitchell Stark will have a uh, ball in hand. So we'll keep you up to date with the cricket as that unfolds uh, throughout the night. Uh, been plenty of trades uh, happening uh, today. We'll bring you some of the voices uh, from uh, the day and all the other sporting news going around. You can give us a call on the Harcourts open line, 1300 736 736 for all things real estate. Speak to Harcourts, your move, your Harcourts, or you can jump on the 40 Winks Temper text and tap away tonight, Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. The all-new Temper Pro, Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here, 40 Winks Serious about sleep so just repeating Sri Lanka batting first against the Aussies and uh, Mitchell Stark about to bowl the first ball in uh, like now, early in the morning over there in uh, India so we'll keep you up to date with the uh, cricket uh, right throughout the day. Uh, the interesting news before we get into some of the trades I know that uh, Adam and well the two Adams uh, combining on Sports Day did discuss this over the last uh, couple of hours but the AFL. Uh, floating with clubs a Sydney-focused split round to begin the 2024 season, which would see both the Giants and the Swans hosting uh, blockbuster standalone fixtures across an earlier weekend of action. If you're just catching up on this news, it's understood the proposal Uh, round one fixture, which was distributed to clubs last week but is not final, would feature the Giants kicking off the season against Collingwood on a Saturday night before Sydney plays Melbourne on the Sunday afternoon. So every other club's season openers would then be played the following weekend and would likely feature Carlton's annual Thursday night clash against Richmond at the MCG. Now, both of the earlier games would have a particular relevance, including a rematch of Collingwood's thrilling one-point preliminary final win over the Giants and a matchup featuring Sydney Ruckman Brodie Grundy against his former side for the first time. Now, under the floated fixture, which was sent to clubs last week, and cavited by the fact it was only a draft version. The second weekend would then feature a full complement of games and be headlined by Carlton against Richmond on the Thursday night. Now, the four teams that played on the earlier weekend, the Giants, the Magpies, the Swans and the Demons, would then have a bye at some point inside the season's first few weeks, enabling the remaining 14 teams to catch up on fixtures. Now, the proposed fixture would be the first step in new AFL Chief Executive Andrew Dillon's ongoing plan to grow the game in the Northern States, so putting the entire weekend spotlight on blockbuster fixtures in New South Wales. A a general uh, view, of course, after meeting with clubs over the last uh, few months, it's understood that Dillon wants to have more high-drawing games earlier in the season in the Northern States, of New South Wales and Queensland. The league uh, last trial to split round to begin a season back in 2014. There were four games played across an earlier weekend before the remaining five matches were played the uh, the following week. If you've got a thought on that tonight, you can jump on the Hardcourts open line, 1-300-736-736. Always much anticipated once the season is done, the fixture for the following season, particularly when you haven't tasted uh, premiership or uh, finals uh, success and you're dying for the new season to come around, uh, we always await the uh, the fixture, and that'll be out uh, certainly over the next uh, month or so. But one 736 736 the AFL floating a double header in Sydney to open the uh, 2024 season. Uh, Liam Henry's going to call RSEA Park home for at least the next uh, four years. The Saints today are facilitating a trade with uh, Fremantle, the uh, proud, of course, Ningerman start on the wing this year, making the move up the ground to average uh, career best numbers from his 16 senior appearances. In exchange for the 22-year-old Henry, St Kilda uh, parted ways with a future second-round pick and a future fourth-round pick, while also obtaining a future fourth-round pick uh, from Fremantle. So uh, that move, which was mooted, of course, uh, last week, has been given... Uh, the green light, and well, we might just have a quick listen. Uh, Liam Henry, uh, his message to Saints fans with that news officially coming through.
0: Hi, St Kilda fans, it's Liam Henry here. I'm
1: really excited to get over and get on board with the St Kilda Football Club. I hope to see you guys soon, and I'll be touching down in Melbourne real soon. Thank you. Uh, there you go, nice and uh, short and succinct. Uh, following the trade, St Kilda currently holds uh, picks 13, 21, 35 and also uh, 56. So that news uh, coming through today. And, of course, the uh, big news out of Collingwood uh, today, welcoming forward Lockie Schiltz, who has signed uh, with the club. Uh, Schiltz returns home to Victoria as part of a deal that sees Fremantle secure uh, pick 34 in this year's AFL National Draft and a future first-round selection. Of course, he arrives at Collingwood uh, following uh, the last five years playing with the Fremantle Dockers. Since being drafted to the side in 2018, the small forward, has played 90 AFL games and kicked 101 goals. For two consecutive years, Schultz was awarded the Glendinning Allen Medal, the best on ground for the Western Australian Derby match. In round 22 this season, he was instrumental in free medals, a five-goal victory against the West Coast Eagles with the 24 touches. So uh, that news uh, gets done. Uh, Graham Wright, the uh, list manager of the uh, Pies on the Lockie Schiltz deal.
0: Cognizant of the fact that Lockie's a uh, a Fremantle um, contracted player, so he had a contract for 2024 with them, and you know there was always uh, the issue, I suppose, well, not the issue, but the the fact that Lockie could um, return to to freeo play with them, and they were they would have been quite happy with that. So we, we knew it was going to be a um, a difficult trade to get done, but you know, we, we uh, in our belief that Lockie was probably the best player in the um, in the traded or, or free agent group, so we were. Um, you know, we're really excited to have him uh, part of Collingwood.
1: It seems it's a, a pretty good win for Collingwood, isn't it? I mean, lucky Schultz has been a, uh, an emerging player for the Dockers, playing forward a bit more time in the midfield. Uh, yeah, I think he, he complements what Collingwood's got. You want pressure on uh, spots. No premiership team uh, stays the same in trying to go... Uh, back to back we might have a listen to graham wright again just in regard to jack ginevan because there has been some speculation as to whether he stays or whether he goes potentially
0: no i haven't taken um, any calls about that but we haven't sought to take calls either so from our perspective it hasn't been a, an issue at all we um, you know, we see jack a part of what we're doing he's contracted next year and um no we haven't taken any calls at all
1: okay there's the words of uh, graham wright one three hundred seven three six seven three six on the Harcourt's open line. If you want to weigh in on the day's sporting news, one 736 40 wings, Temper Tex 04 33 98 11 16. First over bowled by Mitchell Stark. Sri Lanka off to a good start, none for nine. Nisanka has done all the scoring on eight. Pereira is the other opening batsman for the Sri Lankans. Fairly modest crowd in Lucknow, but it's Huge stakes for the Aussies uh, tonight to try and get their World Cup campaign uh, rolling. And as we know, they haven't been in the absolute uh, best of form. Now, Mark Robinson is uh, reporting uh, via the Herald Sun that Collingwood have requested a season opener against the Swans in Sydney, which is, um, yeah, which is, which is interesting. I mean, for quite some time, uh, Collingwood always played Sydney. And I remember going out and doing the game out at the old uh, ANZ stadium well, we used to play a fair bit of uh, footy and that was always around the middle of the year, wasn't it? As a sort of a standalone uh, game there for a period and they were great games. Uh, good crowds uh, venturing out there and yeah, it'll be interesting to see where that one goes. So Robbo, reporting by the Herald Sun Collingwood, have requested a season opener against the Swans in Sydney. As we mentioned, the AFL keen to start the season in Sydney It is draft version at the moment. Uh, the early part of the fixture, feedback to come in, all that to be uh, certainly uh, rubber-stamped. Uh, speaking of uh, Sydney, Brodie Grundy, that deal done, obviously, and Taylor Adams. Nathan Buckley on with Tom Morris on SEM Breakfast uh, this morning. Uh, says it would have been better for the Pies and Grundy if he maybe had have moved a bit earlier than this year. This was Buck's on the SEM Breakfast this morning.
2: If Brody had have moved, whether it would have been free agency or trade at the end of 2019, he would have been a dual um, Copeland Trophy winner back to back, 18 and 19, and we would have looked like we were going pretty well. And we probably would, probably look, would have looked mad letting mm. letting a player like Brody go. But it was definitely the move that we should have made, and it should have been made. And um, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but it would have been better for the club, and it would have been better for Brody if if you sort of. Move in a different direction. Broads gets back to Adelaide. He's happy at Adelaide Crows. Who knows what would have happened over that side, and we definitely would have been in better shape.
0: Did you think this at the time?
2: Uh, there were there were definitely conversations that that took place internally that considered that alternative, and yeah, it was it was a it was very pre, it was prevalent. Now thinking through 2019.
0: <laughs> so why did he stay then?
2: Um, because apparently we found a way to keep him financially. Yes. And and which has since proven to be you know a rod for the the club's back and for Brodie's.
1: Always well, we must listen, Nathan Buckley on the radio with what he uh, can reveal in uh, the the aftermath of uh, coaching and uh, the stories that go down over the years, uh, particularly this time of the year where it's delicate, isn't it? You know there are players' careers in the spotlight. Some want to stay, some want to go. You're trying to facilitate the best deal for the club, but long-term, no individuals bigger than the club. Uh, but it, it certainly tests the uh, t- it tests the relationships, uh, that is for sure. 1-300-736-736 if you want to weigh in on the Harcourts Open line. This is the Macca's run. Always for a little half-hour on a Monday night after uh, all the programs have uh, dissected the day's uh, sport. Quick update in the cricket. So Hazelwood... Is bowling the second over. Mitchell Stark bowled the first over. Australia needing to win this match. Uh, none for nine, the Sri Lankans at the moment. In fact, we might have a quick listen to Pat Cummins just on the criticism of the team. Uh, he had to front the media, of course, after the uh, the second loss that was to South Africa and obviously under the pump as the skipper.
2: Yeah, no, still haven't really quite put my finger on what playing in an Australian way means. Um, and I've been playing for a long time. But, uh, I mean, uh, no doubt we haven't been up to the standard that we like to hold. Um, Yeah, we've we've been off the mark and been outplayed both games. So, um, you know, when we're at our best, we're putting big runs on the the board. We're putting the pressure back into the opposition. Um, You know, us bowlers are taking wickets through the middle. So we haven't been able to pull any of that together so far. So, um, yeah, we we know what makes us a really good team. Uh, Again, it wasn't that long ago. We we're number one in the world, so we don't have to look back too far to, to work out when we're playing our best.
1: Uh, Pat Cummins uh, with his thoughts pre-match, none for 10, the Sri Lankans at the moment. So Mark Robinson, he's busy uh, tapping away for the Herald Sun at the moment. He's also reporting that, it, uh, that it's been flooded, uh, Richmond to play the Gold Coast Suns on the Gold Coast in round one, obviously uh, the, the ties there with Damian Harwick uh, moving up to the Gold Coast. Collingwood also exploring with the AFL the possibility of of playing Brisbane in their now traditional Easter Thursday match at the Gabba and then staying in Queensland for a week to play at the Gold Coast. So there are requests left, right and centre. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back with more of the day's news here on the Macca's Run. There's a one in four chance to win with the Monopoly game now at Macca's. Ends 24 slash 10 slash 23. The Macca's Run. The Macca's Run. Live on your home of sport, Welcome back to the Macca's Run. Uh, Brett Phillips with you on this uh, Monday night as we wrap up some of the news of the day. A bit of live sport going on with uh, Australia and Sri Lanka at the World Cup. We're in the fourth over at the moment. Hazelwood and Stark, the two opening bowlers for the Aussies. It's an unchanged 11 for a crucial one-day international in Lucknow. It's none for 16, the Sri Lankans. So they've come out of the blocks uh, pretty well, Nisanka and Pereira at the crease at the moment. Speaking of cricket, uh, news coming through that cricket will feature as one of five new sports at the 2028 Olympic Games in Los Angeles. Organisers have announced it today. This news is just uh, fairly fresh. Uh, A vote of the International Olympic Committee session in Mumbai has approved cricket, together with baseball, softball, flag football, squash, and also lacrosse. Now, the IOC's executive board... Uh, last week accepted a proposal by LA organisers for 2020 cricket, the sport's shortest format, to be included, along with the four other new events. But the final choice still had to be voted on today at the IOC session in Mumbai, uh, one of the global centres for cricket, as India hosts, of course, the Men's 50 Over Cricket World Cup. Now, Los Angeles Chiefs have proposed a six-team event in both men's and women's T20 cricket. The US is set to field sides as the host nation, but no firm decision has been made on the number of teams or how they will qualify. So cricket uh, last featured at the 1900 Paris Olympics when a team from Britain beat a side representing France. Uh, Adding cricket to the Olympic program is an obvious move, financially speaking. It would tap into the uh, lucrative South Asian market, attracting fans in countries such as India and Pakistan. The Indian Premier League featuring cricket's uh, global stars has helped India become the unquestioned economic driving force of the sport thanks to legions of fans and lucrative broadcasting deals in a nation where the game is uh, almost a religion so that news is fairly fresh off the press cricket in the olympics 1300 736 736 the new mccrispie it's the next big thing here on the uh, maccas run get a hold of that if you're out and about on this uh, monday night now uh, AFLW senior coach at the West Coast Eagles, uh, Michael Pryor, uh, has put out a statement. Um, we want to have a quick listen first. This was uh, uh, Pryor on uh, on the weekend before we do read you that statement.
2: Yeah, tough result. Um, I thought we started okay. Our, our first half, our pressure was right up there. But at the end of the day, that's um, the team that won the grand final last year against the team that finished last in 18 teams in the comp and only 10 games, how we play that team is beyond me. That's what you get when you get fixturing like that.
1: Now, he has just put out a statement. This has come to us uh, fresh on our desk in the last couple of minutes. So Michael Pryor wishes to address comments from his post-match media conference after the West Coast Eagles were defeated by the reigning premiers uh, at by 70 points at Mineral Resources Park, the home of the Eagles on Sunday, I'd like to acknowledge my comments regarding the AFLW fixturing were unacceptable after a game against NAM. It was a disappointing performance. I was frustrated, but that does not excuse my comments and they do not reflect the club's position. I do take full responsibility. NAM are the benchmark in AFLW and credit to them for the way they played. As one of the youngest lists in the competition, Taking on the reigning Premier was a challenge our squad will learn from as we aspire to climb the AFLW ladder. And there were positives from many of our exciting developing players like Charlie Thomas and Ella Roberts. So Michael Pryor, uh, the former Eagle, now coaching, of course, their AFLW side. uh, was emotional in the aftermath. Obviously, West Coast trying to establish themselves in the AFLW competition. Melbourne have been, obviously, one of the leading teams uh, since the inception of uh, AFLW, but uh, in the cool, lighthearted day, uh, a couple of days later, has uh, issued that statement in the last uh, couple of moments. 1-300-736-736, 736 on the temper text. First serve coming up uh, right on 8 o'clock for a couple of hours. We'll talk the world of tennis, sporting capital up after uh, 10 o'clock uh, tonight. Uh, quick update in the cricket, I've got screens everywhere here and it's uh, pretty compelling, the start. Australia, and we know the scores have been big in this uh, World Cup in terms of the uh, the batting side, so Australia needing to contain Sri Lanka to a, a gettable target. We're in the fifth over at the moment. None for 21, Nusankar on 10, Pereira on 9. It's Stark and Hazelwood who have opened the, open the bowling for Australia, so no change to their uh, selected 11 Uh, from their uh, last match. But Australia simply need to get a win uh, today. I haven't uh, played well, as we know, in the first two matches uh, for a side that is uh, capable of doing far better. But Mitchell Stark trying to get some early swing here, which is always difficult in the Indian conditions. And I'll tell you what, that is a beautiful shot by Nisankar. He's gone straight down the ground for four. Straight past the umpire nearly took him out, so the Sri Lankans are seeing it beautifully at the moment. None for 25 in the fifth over. The Maccas run, little cameo for a Monday night. There's some of the news for you of the day. The first serve is coming up after the break. We'll talk at the World of Tennis Shanghai Masters and plenty more in a few moments' time.